This is Clay from Skilled Gentleman Podcast. You're listening to Handgun World Podcast with Bob Main. Hello, everybody. I'm Bob Main. Welcome to another episode of the Handgun World Podcast, episode 612, to be exact. And if you are watching on YouTube, thank you for subscribing. Please like this video. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe now. Leave some comments below this video. This week, I am talking about the Wilson Combat Grip Module for my SIG P365. What I really like about it and only one thing that I don't like about it. This is a practical show done by a practical guy. And for those of you listening to the audio podcast, thanks again for tuning in yet another week. So recently, in fact, just yesterday, I installed this Wilson Combat Grip Module on my SIG P365. What an awesome little pistol. And I am going to say that this P365 Wearing this grip module is really special, and I'm going to talk about why. First of all, the original grip module, which can be seen here on the um, on the P365XL, the original one's just a little bit shorter. It's the same length, okay? It's the same length, but the grip pattern and the uh, the cutout under the trigger guard the whole grip itself feels better in my large hands my hands are not necessarily big but my fingers are long and with the old 365 by the way this is a clear weapon with the old 365 grip my hand just wraps completely around that grip see that uh, and that's just too much the grip just kind of gets disappears in my hand too much and when I bring my weak hand in there's basically it's touching my hands there's nothing touching the pistol itself and I don't really like that too much but this grip fills up my hand a lot more and you can see even though I can't completely get my hand on there my other hand I can get some of it on there and the most important thing is my shooting hand I can just get a, a much, much better positive grip. The texturing that Wilson Combat puts on this is just outstanding. Much better than this texturing that comes from SIG. So this is what I like about it. It just, it just feels a whole lot better. It changes the gun. And it also fits in the same holster. Now, i got to say something about holsters. Up until now, I have had holster sponsors on this show. I no longer have any sponsors. Um, effective immediately, I don't have any more sponsors, so I'm always going to be talking completely objective uh, and unbiased, and I want to show you one of my holsters right now. From one of my former sponsors, this is the Cobra Outside the Waistband Holster by concealment solutions this sig p365 
still fits in all the same P365 holsters that you might have. And I like to carry this thing outside the waistband in a holster like this. And I have a similar holster for the P365 XL. Soon I'll be getting a Wilson Combat Grip Module for the XL. And I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the only thing I don't like about this is the installation. And of course it's just a one-time headache. That's it. But this magazine release button the grip module comes with with that magazine release button but it's not installed and it is a complete pain in the butt to install it took me way too long I finally got it and I'm just gonna say hey Wilson combat it'd be kind of nice if that could come installed on the pistol but anyway that's the only bad part of it this this beaver tail is much better on the Wilson Combat Grip Module. Much better than on the original. Okay, I just think it's better. I think the original, not quite um, big enough. And it looks to me as if it makes the pistol sit higher, the original grip module. It looks to me like I can get a higher grip on the Wilson Combat Module, which really makes a big difference. Let me see if I can get that camera angle correct, just like that. So I'm very happy, $72 with tax and shipping. Not bad, a very inexpensive upgrade for your SIG P365s. I had a chance uh, last year, uh, a friend of mine gave me his SIG P320 X Compact, and he had the Wilson Grip. Wilson Combat Grip Module on it. And it changes that pistol as well. So definitely I will be getting another one of these soon. I recommend them. Just get ready to struggle installing that mag release. Then again, some of you who are much more mechanically inclined than I am, you're probably not going to have much trouble. Okay, that concludes the video portion. I'm going to continue this, talking about this, on the audio podcast. For those of you who just tuned in on YouTube, thank you very much. Again, if you like this content, like this channel, subscribe to this channel. The only support I have is Patreon. If you want a lot more videos like this, I already have a Patreon channel, and I have a lot of customized videos that I've never aired on this YouTube channel, and I've never aired it on the Handgun World podcast. I'd like your support. You'll find a link below this video. You'll find a link to just about everything that I've talked about below this video, and thanks again for watching. Okay. So that concludes the video. Now, for all of you who are tuning in on the audio podcast, as you heard me say, no more sponsors on the Handgun World podcast. What that means is this show is only going to exist if you can continue to support me on Patreon. The, I've been doing this now, let's see, since 2009, 13 years. And I have to say that... I really want to keep doing the show. I have had some thoughts recently about how long. How long is really going to depend on how many listeners, how much support that I continue to get from here on out. The, the sponsors have made it possible for the last two or three years, but since now we uh, are, well, I'm not having the sponsors anymore. 
I just need to say I really could use your support. For as little as $3 a month, head on over to Patreon, find the link in the show notes, and um, help me out a little bit. That would be greatly appreciated. I just recently put some new video on the Patreon channel. I had a chance to do a little teaching with Ben Branham recently, and you're going to see a short version of it on the channel if you are a subscriber. Okay, now I want to talk about compensated handguns. For those of you who have a compensated handgun, I'd like to hear what your thoughts are. I just recently invested in a Shadow Systems DR920P. The DR920P is Shadow Systems full-size pistol, and it has a compensator built in not to the barrel, uh, excuse me, not into the slide, but it's pinned onto the barrel. Okay, and uh, so it's not a threaded barrel. It's, it's pinned nicely. And one of the things I like about what Shadow Systems did is they put the front sight on the compensator, not on the slide. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, it's supposed to keep the front sight much more stable when shooting and help to get on target better. I don't have an optic on this yet, but I really like the Shadow Systems lines, line of guns. I like the MR920 that I have, the DR920. Now I have the DR920P, and I'll probably be picking up a CR920 Elite very soon. Uh, I got to tell you that I really think that I'm going to enjoy compensated pistol. Now, this is my first entry into the compensated pistol uh, world and I am going to enjoy this. I'm going to try this. One of the things that I did is Shadow Systems also recommends purchasing their 15 round, excuse me, 15 pound recoil spring. They put a recoil spring in the box, a 15 pound lighter recoil spring that sometimes you have to use with a compensated pistol depending on your ammo, depending on your technique. I just purchased an extra one. So now I have two, and I have a really simple and easy-to-use drop-in recoil spring, a 15-pound recoil spring. An 18-pound spring is the one that comes stock, and I'm going to try that one first because the ammo I shoot is mostly factory-loaded ammo. I don't shoot very many reloads anymore. And I think with the CCI Blazer Brass that I commonly use, I should be able to get away with the 18-pound spring because I also have proper technique. But if I happen to shoot ammunition that's lighter loaded, the 15-pound spring really makes a huge difference. And it's going to probably be an extremely flat, very flat shooting handgun and I'm really looking forward to it. Um, it's going to be primarily used for competition. Uh, I can't say that I would not use it as a home defense gun, but I also have the DR920 Elite and I have the MR920 Elite. So those are pretty much my home defense handguns now at this time. I really encourage you to Give the Shadow Systems guns a good look. Again, I don't have any sponsors. And I've never had a firearm sponsor. So, and that's not really something that I would probably even want to entertain. Because there are so many good ones out there. I would feel like I wouldn't be doing a firearms sponsor justice. But take a look at them. A lot of people like to customize their Glocks. And 
instead of customizing your Glock, just get a Shadow Systems gun. I have run the numbers many times. And the Shadow Systems gun is more economical than customizing your existing Glock. A lot of people say, oh, don't sell your gun and trade it in. I, I'm not that kind of a person. You know, if, if you want a customized Glock, I mean a true one, one that's done right. If you like the Glock system, you like the Glock trigger, you just want one that's customized correctly and you don't want to spend a whole bunch of time and energy and money, yeah, I would say trade it or sell it for what you can get for it and spend the extra on the Shadow Systems guns because they're well worth it. They're proven reliable now. Shadow Systems is the kind of company that when and if they have a problem, they are very responsive to that issue. And I just can't say enough about it. I even had to call them because I had a an issue when I first got my MR920 with the slide release and within three or four days I had a new one. Uh, that's just that's really good service in my opinion. But compensated, I am looking forward to it. I probably am not going to ever carry a compensated gun. I don't think I would do that for concealed carry. The Sig P365X Macro, it does actually seem pretty appealing. The X Macro, I believe it's what it's called, and it's compensated, and it's got cuts on the slide, and that's how they compensate it. That does look pretty appealing, I have to say. But it's a small gun that's almost the size of a big gun. And to me, that kind of a gun doesn't make a whole lot of sense to carry because the grip is pretty long on that X macro because I got to put 17 rounds in there. In my opinion, the grip on the SIG 365XL is about as big as I want to go for concealed carry. Remember, the grip, the grip is everything. The length and the size of the grip is extremely important when you're trying to conceal a handgun. It's why I don't typically carry a full-size gun like a Glock 17 or a full-size M&P anymore because the grips are just too big and you can get so many good guns now that have smaller, thinner, shorter grips to carry a lot of rounds. Um, like this 365 XL, 12 rounds in the stock magazine that comes with it. So I got a 13-round gun, which is a whole lot smaller than a Glock 19, smaller than even a, a SIG 320. You know, a lot of good guns out there. The, uh, the new Smith & Wesson Shield Plus that carries so many rounds. Uh, technology and handgun development has just come so far. Uh, the CR920 I'm considering getting is a uh, 12 plus 1 gun, 13 rounds, in a gun about the size of a Glock 43X. And speaking of that, the 43X, you know what? Glock would probably sell a whole lot more 43Xs than they currently do, I think, if they would just simply come out with a 13 or 14 round magazine and not force you to buy the Shield magazines the Shield S15 magazines that are eh, kind of so-so when it comes to reliability. If they didn't force you to do that, I, I think they would probably rival a lot of the SIG and Smith & Wesson alternatives out there that hold more rounds than the Glock 43X. I do want to say this, though. I do want to say this. How many rounds really do you need? 
And I know that that's kind of a weird question, right? Because people will say to me, well, Bob, you know, you don't get to determine what I need. And you'd be right about that. But the point I'm making is not really how many do you need, but how many do you want? Because the bigger, the more rounds, that the more, the more ammunition you put in a concealed, hand, concealed carry handgun, the heavier it becomes. Okay? If you load up that SIG 365 X macro with 17 rounds in that magazine and one in the chamber, it's going to be relatively heavy for concealed carry. One of the nice things about these little 365s or, or a Glock 43X or a, even a Glock 42 or some of the small shields is that they're very lightweight and they're very concealable. And if you start getting too big with these guns, it makes it, in my opinion, more difficult to conceal. So think about that. If I'm going to have a small gun, I'm going to have a small gun. And I don't want to get too big with my small guns. Because if I'm going to get too big, then I'm just going to step up and I'm going to carry a Glock 19 or I'm going to carry my Shadow Systems MR920 or I'm going to carry a Smith & Wesson M&P 2.0 Compact. I'm going to carry something like that. Um, it's one of the reasons why I don't really care too much for a Glock 48. Glock 48 is a great gun, but why would I want to have a 48 where the weight is severely increased when I can have a 43X that seems to balance better, it's lighter, uh, it comes out of the holster faster. Uh, you know, I just, and if I want to get a 48 again, uh, I don't have the 48 anymore, I could just buy a Glock 48 slide and I could put it on the Glock 43X lower because guess what? It's the same lower. But I think you got my point is a small gun that's made too big is nothing more than a big gun. That's my thought on it. So, just what are your thoughts on that? What do you think? What do you think about the small guns? What do you think about compensated guns? I'd like to hear your thoughts on compensated guns. Do you carry one? Do you like them? Uh, you have any issues with compensated guns? I have to admit that the SIG X Macro is very appealing and some people have the Spectre Comp also. Very appealing and it seems like a, a great concept and I've seen the way that they shoot. Again I'm looking forward to getting my compensated full-size gun out to the range because I'm looking to see how this thing shoots. I'm just not convinced that I want to get too large on my concealed carry guns. That's why I really like the little Ruger LCP 2 that I have because it's a great little shooter and it's a real tiny tiny gun and the Ruger LCP Max the 380 Max that has 10 rounds of 380 in the mag one in the in the chamber that seems real appealing because of the small size of it now if you happen to be somebody where you know concealability is not that important to you if if it's not a really big deal that you're not completely concealing your handgun then go for it but I think a lot of people listening to this show or who watch my videos are kinda like me they are ordinary everyday people that that cannot afford to have someone figuring out that they're carrying a gun so they want to keep the gun as small as they can and concealable 
but also be something that's reliable. And I think that's one of the reasons why the 365, for example, has become such a uh, great and popular high-selling firearm because of the capacity and the size and the weight ratio and things like that. Okay, that's pretty much all I want to talk about in this episode. I'd like to get your feedback. You can reach me by email, handgunworld at gmail.com. There's always a link on Facebook and Twitter about each podcast. You can call in a voicemail, 210-646-1727. Hey, give me a review. Whichever way that you, whichever app you use to listen to podcasts, I'd like to get a review from you, what you think of this show. And again, support me on Patreon. I always have an Amazon store as well. I got some recommended optics and recommended parts and things on my Amazon store. And it's Christmas time. You want to do some shopping on Amazon. Check out the Handgun World Amazon store first. Go there and check out some of those products. You don't have to buy them, but at least check them out. And then do your Amazon shopping and you can help support the podcast that way. With... All of this said, I thank you very much for listening to this 612th episode. Remember, shoot straight, shoot safe, read your Bible every day, and I'll talk to you next time. Goodbye.